When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Well, there's been a new development in the Amy Robach ABC News drama uh, and the quashing of that Epstein story. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Good morning. And uh, it's afternoon, and we are going to tell you what that update is. But first, Bradley, why don't we kind of get everybody up to speed on what we know so far? Okay, well, you've heard the name Amy Robach, but I bet maybe some of you haven't paid as close attention to the actual story that we heard this week, that we've learned about this week. It all involves a reporter over at ABC, and it involves Jeffrey Epstein, who, of course, uh, is now dead. Uh, but before he died by suicide, uh, allegedly, he uh, sexually assaulted and trafficked women, girls, and sadly, so much more. Yeah. Now, that story was being reported on by Amy Robach. She got caught up in this story. Uh, when a piece of audio dropped, a piece of audio or video rather, uh, that was leaked, that was not intended for air. And in that video, she said some pretty explosive things. That's why we started talking about this story this week. We've got a development in that story we'll get to in just a moment. But to your point, let's catch everybody up and remind them of what that video was. Now, this is a piece of video filmed uh, that uh, was not meant for air. So literally she's talking to somebody off camera about this reporting that she'd been doing and her frustration about some aspects of that reporting. Just to really quick before we play it, to put a finer point on when people say, what do you mean it wasn't intended for air? Cameras will still roll often when they're in a break, etc. So this was this was happening when when that was going yeah. on. I've had the story for three years. I've had this interview with Virginia Roberts. We would not put it on the air. Um, first of all, I was told, who's Jeffrey Epstein? No one knows who that is. This is a stupid story. Um, then the palace found out that we had her whole allegations about Prince Andrew and threatened us a million different ways. Um, we were so afraid we wouldn't be able to interview Kate and Will that we that also quashed the story. And then, um, and then Alan Dershowitz was also implicated in because of the planes. She told me everything. She had pictures. She had everything. She was in hiding for 12 years. We convinced her to come out. We convinced her to talk to us. Um, it was unbelievable what we had. Clinton. We had everything. I, I tried for three years to get it on. 
to no avail and now it's all coming out and it's like these new revelations and I freaking had all of it I, I, I'm so pissed right now like every day I get more and more pissed because I'm just like oh my god we it was um, what, what we had was unreal other women backing it up hey yep Brad Edwards the attorney three years ago saying like aunt like we, there will come a day when we will realize Jeffrey Epstein was the most prolific pedophile this country has ever known. I had it all three years ago. So that was the audio that leaked. That caused a certain amount of controversy. Although I will say you might notice that this story isn't getting talked about as much as it probably ah. should be on the major news networks. Well, look at that. But um, we can get into that later. But there's a development in that story today. And uh, the development in that story is... So, oh, actually, before we get to the development, let me just tie up the rest of that story. So that video leaks, right? Then Amy Robach comes out and makes a statement. Now, she's still working at ABC, and she essentially says, like, nothing to see here. I was just really mad, and it's okay. I really don't. They, I was, it's all good. And ABC is like, yeah, we never did anything wrong, so nothing, nothing to, to see, see here. here. Which, by the way, it, it does, you know, bear noting that that... She was in a really rough space. She's in a, a between a rock and a hard place. This is her employer, and in order for her to keep her job uh, and continue to work, she kind of has to wa- watch what she says. So she had to kind of put out that statement that maybe it sounded like, uh, you know, somebody was behind a curtain. Well, to yeah, to me, gun to her head. To me, it sounded like uh, somebody said you need to make this statement and you need to make it clear. And I don't know if they told her, or you don't get to keep your job, but I don't even know that you would need to tell somebody explicitly that. It seems totally plausible that she you know, was encouraged to make that statement, and obviously she's not going to make a statement that makes her employer look bad. Now, that's just sad about Amy Robach, regardless. Now, the story today, or the story that I wanted to talk about today, the aspect is... That footage became, because a lot of people are like, well, how did that footage come about? And it's connected with this thing called Project Veritas, which a lot of people have questions about and thoughts and opinions about. We don't even need to get there. Here's what we know. What we do know is that somebody, while they were working at ABC, a staffer, a female staffer, worked at ABC and had access to that footage. She apparently accessed that footage. Nobody at this point is reporting whether or not she, what she did, if anything, with that footage, meaning... She may have just accessed it, showed it to somebody totally unrelated. It then somehow ended up in this Project Veritas's hands. Um, th- that we don't know. But what we do know is that they identified, ABC did, that a female staffer who no longer works at ABC, while she was employed at ABC, accessed that footage. Okay, then she goes away. I don't know why. She goes to work for CBS. ABC doesn't know any of this yet, right? Mm -hmm. This person goes to CBS and is now working at CBS. After all this stuff comes out this week, ABC starts doing some digging to find out who leaked. Because they're on, they're, they're not happy. They don't look good. They're ticked, right? They want to find the source of the leak. Well, the source of the leak they figure out is this woman who used to work as a staffer uh, at ABC News. And they find out, oh, she's over at CBS now. Well, guess what we're going to do? We're going to call our friends over at CBS and let them know as a quote, uh, what did they call it? Courtesy, uh, some kind of a courtesy. Like basically as a a little friendly courtesy, we're just going to let you know that this lady that is working for you while she was over here working for us, she leaked some stuff. Mm. So CBS has since fired 
that staffer. Again, we don't know the whole story yet, but that seems kind of shady uh, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. Especially because you have two news organizations, ABC News, CBS News, both require and live off of leaks yep. on a regular basis in their news departments mm-hmm. to tell very important necessary stories. Right. Obvious it's so obvious. It's so obvious. Obviously companies have the right to protect their information and they don't want it to get it out and they should be able to punish people who break laws or not laws because uh, that's the government's uh, purview rules yeah. right like if you have a rule that says you don't leak things and if she there's a leaked breach it, of contract or something like that then you lose your job i feel like it's just kind of not good for abc in this moment where we're already looking at abc like um why were you sitting on the Jeffrey Epstein story much like NBC was sitting on the Harvey Weinstein story? Right. Well, I might also point out, I don't think it looks very good for CBS either, because that then begins to look like they might have, they might be concerned that she would get her hands on something that they have similar. Well, yeah. You I see mean, what I mean? The, literally, it's just, and again, I don't. I am not surprised in the least that a corporation like that is going to try to protect itself in that moment. But when you're dealing with news organizations, again, who have told who rely on that very thing, journalism yeah. uh, that has come from leaks. And I don't need you to go very far down the road than to look at what's going on in the world today and realize that those same news organizations are benefiting heavily from from leaks. Yeah. Again, I get it. You don't want it. But like, do you need to go that far to punish? Right. Uh, someone who allegedly had access to that video. And also that's a distraction because now we've spent this, the majority of this segment talking about that bad behavior that distracts from the actual story, which can we just sit on that for a moment? Yeah. What that original story says. Yeah. That ABC News sat on a story because For three years, because the palace, the royal family of the United Kingdom, didn't want that piece of the story that implicated a member of their family right. to make it to air, and that an American company would bend over backwards to accommodate those uh, private people in another country. Right. So that they could maintain access to the people that, you know, sell detergent or whatever it is. I mean, that that just looks really, really, really unfortunate. Yeah. And unfortunately, like, I don't know. I, I, I feel like there's more to the story. And I think that Amy Robach's, Robach's hands are tied in terms of what she's able to or willing to say right now. And it's clear that they're trying to make this story about the story that they sat on go away as fast as possible. Yeah. And to your point, the networks are not reporting on it. You might well, there's be noticing that there's some holes in the reporting there. There's one that is. Yeah. And then it comes down to this whole conversation that people want to have about it being political. I I honestly just read the story. This is not political. I mean, there may be people who are politically yeah. motivated who are using this story to make a point. Fine. Whatever. That's America. But I would just argue that from a pure story perspective and based on everything that we've been talking about from Harvey Weinstein, et cetera, Matt Lauer, 
Um, this is completely relevant to the moment and completely indicative of what appears to be an institutional problem at the hands of these major television news organizations. Yeah. When we come back, Elizabeth Reese is bringing all the dirt straight from Hollywood. It's a dirt alert on My Talk 1071. Um, this is a My Talk dirt alert. Elizabeth Reese is here with all the dirt straight from Hollywood. It's a dirt alert. Hi, friends. Hi, Elizabeth. Nice What's to up? see you on this fine afternoon. It is nice to see us. Okay, let's talk about <laughs> Teresa Giudice from Real Housewives of New Jersey. Uh, she and her daughters have reunited with her husband, Joe, in Italy because he was deported. Mm-hmm. Deported. As in, peace out. You're no longer As welcome in the, in the opposite United. of imported. Yeah. Nah, yes. Actually, that would be exported. A but lot anyway. of great Italian things are imported. Joe was exported. Yes. Deported. Uh, so they flew to Naples with their four daughters and um, visiting him. And um, he has to live there now. I mean, I don't know what's going to happen. I guess they're well, going to shoot. Neither does he. Because remember his quote about his marriage was, maybe we will divorce. Maybe we won't. It's kind of a nice, like, relaxed I mean, way to look I, yeah, at just it. like anything in life, really. I know. Yeah. Maybe it'll Maybe work I'll out. Die. Maybe not. Maybe I, I won't. I know. If you look at it that yeah. way, you can really let go of all the control. It's true. Are we taking life lessons from Joe G. No. Guys who no. just got out of prison? <laughs> so they've been married for 20 years. This is apparently the first time they've seen each other in over three years. I kind of find that surprising that she didn't visit him in prison. Yeah. But that's what page six says. Well, they're going to film scenes with Joe for Real Housewives. Oh, that's why they're there. Of course, they're all yeah. there. Let's take a trip to Italy. This actually is working out for them. Yeah. Like travel journal. They're waiting to hear from the producers whether it'll be better for the show for them to stay together or to break up. Yeah. I mean, that was an actual blind. Television. That was an actual blind item. Oh, that's really good. Yeah. Kesha is launching a beauty brand. Called Kesha Rose. I love Kesha. I do too. Katie Dollar I want sign, the huh? best for Kesha. She got rid of the dollar sign. She's I like that. Over she grew out of it. But that's what um the the principal in Glee yeah. would refer K-E to her as dollar sign. Ha. He said Katie Dollar sign ha. Yeah. <laughs> and I thought that was really funny. I thought it was cute. No, I, I I want the best for her. I'm cautious about a beaut like a makeup brand. A lot of just these people do a well lot of it. them do them. I know. She is doing just a handful of products. It's called Kesha Rose Beauty. It launches on December 3rd. There's an eyeshadow palette for $36, pack, packed with 12 celestial shades. Ooh, celestial even. Mm-hmm. A dual-ended liquid eyeliner, mm. whatever, wherever wands they're called, and a lipstick and lip gloss duo. That's 26 bucks. I just, I'm curious who the market is for a Kesha makeup line. Right. I don't know. I think people like that, though. Also, like, though I, look at how well, well Fenty Beauty do is doing. Know, but Kylie I, Jenner. At what point is the market oversaturated with celebrity I, beauty lines? I honestly think that's the future, though. Is like All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Brands will literally just be people. Like, people will be brands. So, like, you know, because what is it um, that the couple you Lady like Gaga so much. Lady Gaga just came out with hers, Chip and Joanna Gaines. With the podcast. Kristen Bell and Dexter. Yeah, they just came oh, yeah. out with a line of diapers. They're like, kind of everywhere. They're, nobody's yeah, they're gonna, getting a little overexposed. If you're a celebrity, you're going to have some kind of brand at that's some true. point. That's true. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. That's how you stay relevant it's true. in Hollywood. That's how you make some money, honey. Gigi Hadid hitting back at fans critical of her street style. She says, I'm not dressing for your approval. Oh. So good for her. What's a what's a Gigi Hadid street style? I anyway? guess it was black leggings, which she paired with a crew sweater and white white trainers from her Reebok collection. Colleen, I know Reeboks, woo! As well as a black puff jacket, but some fans didn't like it. Somebody wrote, "She's such a natural beauty." I don't know what happened to her iconic street style, though. T H O. And then another account said what happened is called Mimi, referencing Hadid's stylist, Mimi Cottrell, and people didn't like it. I don't know what there is to not like about this outfit. It's like, yeah, it's just fine. Okay, It looks good to me. I mean, have you seen what people are wearing today? Yeah. So I don't feel like it's that unusual. And then she said, you guys need to calm the F down sometimes. It's called stepping out to do one errand, not dressing for your approval. Your unrealistic expectations and petty complaining all the time about my style or not being sexy enough isn't going to make me dress different. Not just talking about this specific comment. You all talk about empowering women. I support and empower women that show skin and that don't. It's about choice. I show skin when I want to and feel sexy, head covered head to toe, and will continue to do so over the snarky comments. Okay. I mean, listen, I, she didn't have to do that. No. She uh, didn't have to. But and also, but listen, that people can be her, pushed to a point where they're just yes, like, I'm over it. I, we've all done it, right? Yeah. Like there have yeah. been times where I have not shown my best self when I have not been happy with the way I've been treated or talked about. And I just, you know, sometimes you just do that. Yeah. Right. But I will say if that's her just going out on a quick errand look, that's a good look. Oh, my gosh. I know. I'm doing it wrong. She needs to move to the Twin Cities. Yeah. We'll take what? you here. Yeah, because people are just more accepting of just what else. Encourage that behavior. (laughs) You don't want the celebrities to actually live here. Well, no. I mean, (laughs) oh my god. Jennifer Garner is someone I would love to live here. I know you guys. I just love her. I love her too. I mean, I well, no, No. I don't love her as much as much as me. But I used to. You love the idea of Jennifer Garner because you don't really know what a Jennifer Garner is, do you? I, I mean, you might have I actually know interviewed people who her. Know I don't her. Know. No, I've never interviewed her, but I I do know people who know her who say she's great. Yeah, she I have seems a friend neat. who knows her. So maybe she's really. She's sweet. wearing a. Um, she wore a little bathrobe and wet hair at her daughter's school bus drop off and just posted a picture of it. And I think that was fun. I do really love that she especially does not care if she's not looking perfect or right. anything like that. Like she wears mom clogs in her videos at her house that are funny yeah and she's just kind of doing it and she's got her glasses and she doesn't have to be made up all the time and also as compared to the man that she is routinely compared to because she's been linked with him in the past ben affleck yeah i kind of feel like you know if she looks a little schlumpy one day She's still doing better than she still doesn't look anywhere near his schlumpiest poor ben affleck it's true he's apparently though you know working on stuff so. Uh, he's always yeah. working on stuff, but he just has a lot to work on. Yeah. That's just a, that's a hard that cycle of just like 
I, I don't know. I'm just like, I'm trying to be on the wagon, then I'm off, and then I'm on. The, it just sounds so exhausting to me. And I just feel like Agreed. a lot of empathy for people who are going through that because it just feels like it would be so tiring. Like, I'm tired a lot in my life, and I can't imagine adding that in. Right. And then I also feel empathy for Jennifer Garner and her kids because they probably never know which version of Ben Affleck is showing up right. in their lives. And there's a lot of families that deal with yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. Really Helen Mirren flattered to be compared to Keanu Reeves' girlfriend, Alexandra Grant. You know, there's this whole fascinating interweb discussion going on that how is it that we are so collectively shocked that Keanu Reeves would date a woman who is in his age bracket and right. by in his age bracket still nine years younger than him. Yes. And we are so collectively shocked that a woman over 40 would just have gray hair. Yeah. And that I this think is all, it shows you how warped our perception yeah. of what a true that heterosexual is. relationship should look like in terms of age. Yeah. It's shocking. Yeah, he's being rewarded for being, being normal. normal. Like, how just, it should be normal. Yeah. What? I'm with you. Uh, thank you, Elizabeth Thanks, Reese. Guys. We need somebody to play our 30 second pop culture challenge 651 641. 1071 30 seconds five pop culture questions get them all right you win a prize we are going to give you 30 seconds to answer five pop culture questions we do it every day at 30 on the colleen and bradley show my talk 1071 streaming live at my talk 1071.com everything entertainment colleen lindstrom bradley trainer and this is your 30 second pop culture challenge 30 seconds Who's on the ring-a-ding-dong, Colleen? We've got Jason on the line. And uh, what is Jason playing for? Jason is playing for a big fat one of these. A pair of movie passes to see the film Harriet, which is in theaters as we speak. Harriet. No. (laughs) Jason. The timer will begin after I ask the first question. Are you ready? I'm ready, Bradley. All right, here we go. The line, nobody puts baby in a corner is from what movie? Dirty Dancing. Ed McMahon hosted what talent competition show? Oh, um, Star Search? What color were Sally Jesse Raphael's glasses? Pink. No, close. Orange? Nope, closer. Red. Mr. Bigglesworth is the cat of which movie villain? Oh, um... Mr. Bigglesworth. Dr. Evil. Ah, oh, so close. Oh, I'm really Jason. sorry, Jason. Oh. You did not win those movie tickets. However, <sighs> you can try again tomorrow because we do it every day at 1230 on the we Colleen do. and Bradley show. He got all of those right except for just one sad mm, little question. Which is? Who wrote the book Pet Cemetery? That would be Stephen King. And I just have a feeling he would have known the answer to that. I know. Mm. I know. It's hard. It's hard. Yeah, man. You don't want them all. But life goes on. Uh, And in fact, so does the show. Uh, Now that we've completed the 30-second pop culture challenge, we can move on to solve some mysteries, which we do in the form of blind items that Holly's brought for us in this segment we lovingly call Blinded by the Item. Blinded by the Item. Celebrity gossip mysteries. (laughs) Let's just start with a big one. Oh, Yeah. I like to end with the big one, but okay, we'll start today. Now, 
This one dates back to the year 2015. Whoa. Oh, Going way back. Vintage. This is all part of NT Lawyer's anniversary month over Ooh, on crazydaysandnights.net. Tell That's me more. where we get the blind items. And in honor of the website's anniversary, NT Lawyer seems to be digging deep within his gossip archives to reveal some juicy nuggets. Dig this one. Okay. If you will. Dig out some juicy nuggets. Go for it. This was first published on October 2nd of 2015. Okay. This married permanent A++ list celebrity has been well behaved over the past six months, but even he could not pass up a chance to hook up with the permanent A-list supermodel who always attends his charity functions. Oh, is this a, is George Clooney the permanent A++ list? No. Sorry, that was Tom dumb. Hanks. Now I'll give you a hint. <laughs> I'll give you a hint. Think of the word celebrity. Uh-huh. Uh, and oh. what the word celebrity encompasses. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Is this a um Kardashian? No. Oh. Is this a Prince William? <gasps> oh. oh. Is it a prince of some sort? Okay. Calm down. Let's break this down. What Perman- are we looking for? Permanent A plus plus list celebrity who couldn't pass up the chance to hook up with a permanent A-list supermodel. Now, is it is it a presidential uh, person? It's Trump. Obama? Clinton. Clinton. I guess we should have mm, yeah. probably started there. Yeah, well, yeah. All roads lead back. Okay. Okay, and the supermodel, supermodel who always shows up at his... Who's his supermodel? She's a globe-trotting woman of the world who, yes, does like to show up to lots of international functions. She's quite beautiful, obviously. Right? She's not a troll supermodel. I'm the one with the hump. Um, Um, Heidi Klum? Uh, no, but I will say that this woman has been implicated in other blind items concerning other... Oh, Naomi Campbell? Yeah, so they kind of hooked up sometime back in 2015. Totally believable. Totally believable. Well, yes. I mean, yes. I feel like that person would have hooked up with a lot of stuff that was available. Yeah, so NT Lawyer wants us to believe that... Former President Bill Clinton and Naomi Campbell had an opportunity to hook up about four years ago. Even he couldn't pass up the chance. Ah. Uh, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> men gonna men. Yeah. Okay. Boys will be boys. I mean, prove me wrong. Let's move back to the world of celebrity Hollywood gossip. Here is another blind item confirmed for you, Colleen and Bradley. Let's try to solve. The former tweener turned adult singer slash actress wants people to think she has been single for the past couple of years because it makes her story better and is also a dig at the celebrity offspring because it will make her more paranoid that our actress is pining. Our actress has dated and has been involved in a fairly serious relationship at one point, too, in the past couple of years. So... Don't believe I don't know. There's all sorts of stuff going on sideways here, but the former tweener turned adult singer actress. um, Selena Gomez. Oh, okay. Mm. So what does that mean? 
So think about the other person in uh-huh. this blind item. So that would that be the Haley Baldwin? Yes. Uh-huh. Oh, okay. All right. Is that all of them? That's all of them. Okay. Fill in the blank. So this blind item wants you to believe that Selena Gomez just wants you to think that she's been single the past couple of years, basically to get a dig at Haley Baldwin Bieber to make her think that Selena Gomez still wants to get back together with Justin oh, Bieber. Oh, sure. You know? Mm-hmm. But that's uh-huh. not the truth because Selena Gomez has actually been in a fairly serious relationship within that window of time. That's so interesting. Wouldn't she know that, though? I mean, I kind of feel like they would know people who know people. Yeah, probably. But I do think, like, haven't we seen Haley Bieber? Just She's a jealous gal. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And I just, I get it. I get what, I see what you're doing, Selena Gomez. I, I see what you're doing. Yeah. We see you. We see you. Right over there. You've been seen. Another blind item celebrity gossip mystery. Let's do it. This foreign-born A-list actress really needs to have her new movie finished second this week. Finishing third is going to make it look that much harder for her to get a lead again in the near future. <sighs> What was the movie that I feel like was uh, going to possibly be second, even though it should have been first? Is it the Stephen King movie? But that probably is not connected to whatever you're talking It's about. not Dr. Sleep, but that movie is coming out this weekend. So presumably, according to this blind item, Dr. Sleep with Ewan McGregor is going to take the top That's, spot yeah. because people are going to want to go and see yeah. that. Well, because what I heard was what I had heard was what happened that that should be the number one, but something else is coming in big, and I don't remember what the other thing is coming in big, big. But it's not this. Okay. 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 So think about foreign-born. Yeah. A list. A minus list. A minus She's list. coming off hot from a television show that ended this year. Oh, is she like a game? Oh, is like a Game of Thrones person? Sophie Tucker? Turner? Uh, that little cute gal from England? Well, I mean, there's several. It's not Maisie Williams. (laughs) That little cute gal from England? Think about a movie that's coming out this weekend that's based on a song. Uh Uh-huh. Is there like a... It's not the Harriet Tubman movie. Uh... Uh... Nope. Okay. This movie is based <laughs> off of a song. What decade did the song come from? The song came from the 80s. Oh, it's the George Michael the Wham, movie. The Wham movie. The George, okay, it's who's George in that? Michael. Amelia Clark. Oh, okay. Oh, so yeah. this movie's got to do never well. going to get that. Otherwise, she's going to be running out of leading roles. Ooh. Things are not looking well for last I don't Christmas. Think it's looking good for her anyway. I mean, yeah. the amount of advertising I've seen on that film, I'm like, they are really trying very hard to make this thing happen. Yeah. And I, every time, honestly, every time I hear a commercial for it, I think it's a TV movie. Right. Because the premise just sounds, you know, too cute. Yeah. yeah. It just mm-hmm. doesn't sound like a, a feature film, but whatever. Anyway, good luck to her. <laughs> And her career. <laughs> uh, out this weekend includes the World War II movie Midway, which is getting meh reviews. Who's yeah. in that? Uh, some people. Okay. Acting. Awesome. Thank you. They have lines. <laughs> Actors. And they deliver them. Uh, Patrick Wilson, Aaron Eckhart, 
Nick Jonas. You don't say. Has a role in Midway. Why have we not been hearing more out of him? Because apparently he doesn't want to be attached to this movie that's not going to boost his career in any way. Cool. All right. Well, thank you for those blind items, Holly. Uh, When we come back, speaking of movies, uh, we touched on this yesterday during a Dirt Alert update. Mm. This movie that will be coming out starring James Dean. Posthumously. Yeah, they didn't raise him from the dead. <laughs> Yet. Okay. I, you guys were a little too enthusiastic about it. And All I right. wanted to just dig a little deeper right. into our feelings okay. about this. Let's do it. Okay. Therapy after Dig. this on My Talk 107.1. We sort of touched on this, and I wasn't satisfied with the uh, length of conversation we were able to have. On this movie that uh, apparently has obtained the rights to posthumously cast James Dean. Seriously, this is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071. Streaming live at MyTalk1071.com, everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer, James Dean, uh, who died, by the way, in 1955, allegedly. We can get to that. Different story, yeah, but... Uh, That is a totally different story, but he was uh, killed in a car wreck in 1955, uh, known for his smoldering good looks, incredibly handsome gentleman. Uh, Apparently, uh, the estate of James Dean, his family, has agreed, Magic City Films, has agreed that they can uh, obtain the rights... Mm -hmm. To cast him posthumously in a secondary lead role in a Vietnam-era action drama called Finding Jack. They will use footage of him spliced in with present-day actors, mm-hmm. etc. Yeah. To make this movie. Okay. I don't this I think this is a terrible idea. Tell me why you think it's a terrible idea cuz I've seen I will say you're not alone. I mean a lot of people have come out like all these celebrities are like, "Oh my god, this is the worst thing ever," presumably cuz it's an actor that's not getting paid. Okay. The the estate of James yes. Dean is getting paid uh for sure. Um but there's a bunch of so I understand that actors are unhappy about this, but what do you like what do you think you take issue with cuz I am a little more agnostic. Well, I th- okay, so I think I think it's a slippery slope to begin with. You know that that you could use footage of an actor that exists to create an entire new film um, a- after their death. I mean, that opens up a huge world of possibilities. Like in this one instance, am I okay with it? Yeah, probably. But I'm like taking the long view of like, then what does that mean? Now, here's the thing. I know that we're going to probably put it up side by side with the conversation about using holograms of celebrities. Like, you know, we've talked about Liberace, Whitney Houston. Um, The reason I see that as being different is because I don't know that I think that that is a technology that that we want to use exclusively to allow people to experience that person in in a performance that they've already done live and in person, but not really live and in hologram. To me, that still is like showcasing their art. This leaves a way for for them to repurpose footage of a person spliced in with other actors and like make a whole new work of art. Yeah. And without the person being present for that, I don't know. I have a weird, I just, there's something about that where they didn't, 
you know, read the script and approve the script the way it was written and see the whole project all the way through. We're just sort of like plopping them in without their say. Um, Again, I will have a couple of thoughts. The first is their estates are fine with it. It's not like they're just pulling people out of the ether and saying, let's put them in movies. And then their estates are like, well, first of all, that person would never do that movie. That is, you know, besmirching their memory. Like, I'm totally fine with if the family and the estate are fine with it. Who am I to judge? Like, the other thing is, like, you don't question aliens in a movie. Like, they're not real, right? But you are fully capable of enjoying movie with aliens, right? Like CGI created things. Yeah, but um, the aliens didn't live at one time. But I mean, what are you like? If it's not the family, then what is it? How is that affecting your enjoyment of the film? It's again. So I'm not like I'm using this specific example of a film, which I'm actually not terribly upset about yeah but i'm teasing it out to what that means in the future right so like right now it's james dean and his estate and his family have like given the blessing and all well, as yeah, well if it got to the point where somebody wanted to put somebody in a movie that didn't want to be in the movie then i could totally understand that point but to me just having an actor in cgi doesn't seem like a problem and in fact like You know, I get, I think what is jarring oftentimes, I'm not saying you in particular, but I think what a lot of people have reacted to is that this is something totally, it's like saying driving cars. Uh, We can't do driving cars because driving cars are going to kill people and uh, it's dangerous. Well, sure. The idea of it sounds very different than what we're doing now. Yeah. But ultimately, I think we're going to be in a place where the technology is such that you, this will be done all the time. And yes, they'll have to figure out like who gets permission to do what and when and hopefully. Um, But in terms of like the technology of it, I mean, we're doing all sorts of stuff that probably 100 years ago they would have been like, that seems wrong to put people in positions that they never would have been in. I think I also think about it from this side of, and I know I am not James Dean and I'm not even an actress and I'm not, but the idea of somebody, for example, finding footage of my voice and you manipulating that to make me say things yeah. after I've passed on. Yeah. No, that's, that's, a, that's like on this side of life. I have a hard time with that. Yeah, No, that makes sense. Yeah. Well, and I would imagine if you were an actor like Chris Evans or yeah. somebody else who's living, you would put something in your will or your estate that says like you shall not use my image and and presumably that's what'll start to happen because right. you'll see actors now go okay i need to put something in my you know uh i'm gonna leave my estate to this company because again there is a company that literally manages all these people's estates right well that company is salivating right now and they made oh, a statement yes. about it oh, saying what did like, they say? that they really look forward to the advancement of this technology because it I means things do. For the estates of people that they represent, like they named Burt Reynolds, Neil Armstrong, et cetera, et cetera. I think the thing with this is that this is a human being with with what I believe to have a soul and an essence to them. Is that essence what we were drawn to in the first place about James Dean? Can you replicate that essence of a human being through computer graphics? But presumably now we'll, I mean, who knows? That's the answer to that question, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And I'm just saying we'll judge it when we see it. And presumably, if it's crap 
and it's really uncomfortable yeah. to watch, other people won't do it. Right. Right. My thing is just when people just react like, oh, something new. Ah, I'm like, well, OK, let's see what it looks like. For example, in Star Wars, you'll remember they brought back from the dead the character who I don't remember uh, the name of the character uh, that he played, but they brought back the actor uh, who played that character in the original Star Wars film and made him say things that he never said. Right. You know, um, also Carrie Fisher will be in right. the next Star Wars and she's been dead for what, two years yeah. now? Yeah. So I don't think that's going anywhere. And I think people love it when they like it. Right. It's just a matter of seeing what this looks like. And then presumably we'll decide if, you know, we should do it more or not. I just, yeah. I, yeah, maybe I am just nervous because it's new. I just, Which, you know, it's you fair. can't put that genie back in the bottle. That's all. Uh, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, oh my gosh, we have streaming issues on our show. I don't mean of our show. I mean TV streaming issues, and we need to help. We need your help after this on my talk one. Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area, and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com slash hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer.